Hey everybody, welcome back to episode two. This two, yep. Yeah, two. Yeah, Team Honey Podcast. Um, today we're here with Lance Oborn. He's one of the team leaders for Team Honey. How long have you been in the industry now, Lance? About two and a half years. Two and a half years, and he's moved up pretty fast, done really well for himself. Um, Lance is one of the hustlers. He's working early, working late, all the time on the phone. So we're excited to have him here and take his experience on what we're doing. So, Yeah, Lance, he's a... Uh, Lance and I, have one, uh, he's one of the team leaders of Team Honey, and uh, I met Lance just when I first came over to Realty One Group uh, in 2020, and he was a top producer over here, and uh, we started just talking a little bit, mainly just working uh, working on our own things, and then we both started realizing, like, hey, like, we're the two top producers here at the brokerage, let's, let's kind of join forces, and then Dylan, who was the other top producer at the brokerage, we all said, let's do this together, and so... Lance is uh, is a very big key um, to the whole startup of, of Team Honey so far and, and the success that we've had and, and that we're continuing to grow. So uh, um, so Lance, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So you're you're from St. George, correct? Uh, from Orem, Utah. Orem, okay. Yeah. And, and how long have you been down here? I uh, moved down here in 06. In 06, okay. Been been a while yeah so are you og orem then so like the old central orem what high school did you go to i went to mountain view okay so, yeah i was in yeah. south orem yep. yep were you sports at mountain view at all or what do you what were you into uh as, growing up a lot of snowboarding Snowboard. spent a lot of time out like dirt biking snowboarding up at park city um not so much high school sports yeah but Awesome. It's fun. Yeah. You got family. You got, uh, you're married. Yep. And, married. Uh, two you kids. got two kids. Eight and a six year old girl and boy. Awesome. Called it good at that. <laughs> Called it good there. Yeah. Got lucky. Not a bad decision. Yeah, Not a bad so decision. Awesome. One of each. <laughs> yeah. That worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't have that fortune. I, I, I just made girls. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's all One right. Of my though. friends did that too. Yeah. Kept trying for boys. Yeah. End up with a bunch of kids. Yep. So I was pretty. Yeah, pretty glad not to have to do that. I worked out good. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Well, I would say one thing we have to start with. I think it'd be wrong not to. I, it's Masters Week. Right? It is Masters Week. So, I mean, what are we all thinking for the Masters here? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm surprised I'm even at work this week. I, I agree. It started about 15 <laughs> minutes ago, and I'm a little upset that I'm here. So, but I mean, I saw something the other day, and I I I, I should have jumped on it. I didn't, but. There was big money if you Finau to win, man. If you picked Finau, Tony, yeah, you throw some money on him. It was big odds. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Tony win that. I, thing. I would too, Utah guy, and I mean he seems to be in second place nearly every week. So it'd be good to see him finally get a win at the Masters. Yeah, that'd be awesome place yeah. for him to get it. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, I, I would say I would love to see Jordan Spieth win it. He won last week, oh, so I'd love like yeah. to see Jordan Spieth. But uh, I mean, of course, I'd be rooting for Tiger. Are you rooting for Tiger? That's the only one I know. Yeah, well, he's like, not I might lose me so business, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about Unfortunately, golf. he is not the golfer. He is not the golfer at this table right now. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. He's he, he's the real estate. He's the one who can answer yourself about houses. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not so much. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So. <laughs> Anyways, but cool. So what are we talking about today? Oh, you know, one thing we've been talking... Yeah, a little bit, but one of the f- subjects that we've all been kind of discussing a lot is what's going on in the building world. Yeah. You know, with yep. people that uh, are building homes, what's happening to them, what's happening to the builders on the other end of things, and right. you know why things are pushing out. And we have all had personal experience with either a client 
or with people we've talked to that wish they'd used a realtor or like I even have a sister that's trying to get a house built um, up in Alpine and they just keep pushing them back and right. back and back because they can't get the components that they need to build the house. So I thought that'd be a great way for all of us to talk about because we've all had different experiences with it. Um, and it'd be good to you know bring some information about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think building in St. George is probably a lot different right now than building in most places of the country. For sure. I mean, where we are at the moment is we have, uh, I know most of the country has low inventory, but we're at the point where pretty much all we've got is new builds. Right. You know? I mean, otherwise, a lot of these houses that people are, are just trying to sell uh, on their own, I mean, they're selling for so high over what the actual value is. New builds are the only way to get something with a little bit of equity in, right? Yep. Now, with uh, you could blame it on whatever you want. You could blame it on the current administration, or you could just blame it on current economics. But the cost of building a house uh, and, and the cost of lumber, windows, everything that goes into that house is getting very expensive very quickly. Right. Um, and COVID has changed that a lot, and it's changed a lot pretty much over this past year. But I think one thing everybody needs to realize is that uh, – yes, builders are going to have to raise their prices, right? Now, what is the right way to raise the prices and what is the wrong way to raise right. the prices? And I think that's something we've been starting to see already in the current market is we've been seeing prices suddenly start to get raised on buyers way after they've even signed their contract, right? Right. Um, and that's creating some... Like a month before closing. Right, right before closing. They've cases. gone through all the design process. They've, <clears throat> they've done a ton. They've probably already even started moving out of their current house. Yeah. And then suddenly the, the builder comes to them and says, we're going to increase your price X amount. And if you don't want it, no worries. We'll give you your deposit back and we'll sell it to somebody else because we know we can. Yeah. And yep. yeah, of course they know they can. But A, in my opinion, that is about as unethical as you could possibly be in any type of real estate transaction, yep. right? I mean, in my opinion, if you sign the contract with somebody, say in July of 2020, I mean should have gotten the house built quicker you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. i'm kind of torn on that because yeah you anticipate what the price is going to be right for everything when you write the contract yep and of course the market can change and stuff like that but yeah there i think it's just wrong to really i mean a month before closing if you got all your prices you ordered everything early on yep. you kind of got to take the hit on that I think there's a way to take the hit and a way not to, right? And, and I think one thing that the builders fail to do a lot of times, and, and I'm not knocking them because it's just how they run their business, yeah. but it's transparency. Mm -hmm. You can do a build very transparent, you know, right. you do cost plus 10%, cost yep. plus 15%. But even at that, if you went back to the people that are buying the home mm -hmm. a month before closing and say, look, here's our lumber cost. Mm -hmm. It went up this much. Like four times. This is what it's going like to be. That. Yeah. And show them the actual build yeah. of what it happened. A lot of people be like, Okay, I understand. Maybe can we meet in the middle? Is there right. something we can do? Is there a way to negotiate that? I agree. I, I think a lot of people think that builders are just getting greedy. And yes. I think a lot of the times it's actually their hands are tied. I agree. You know, they, I've heard from a few different builders that copper has doubled. Some people have told me it's tripled. Uh, mm. Lumber's increased at least four times, I think, in the last six months. Yeah. Uh, but that affects everything, you know, every aspect of the house. Yep. So I don't doubt that the builders do get into a kind of a bad situation yes of course i mean well, I, also it's important that they look forward and say okay yeah you've got to be, gonna be you, know, you got to be a businessman not just a builder right Correct. like mm -hmm. you've got to like look forward and and 
plan for these things and have a way to communicate that to your client. And it's kind of like what we talked about why you should have an agent, right? Mm -hmm. Because we go through that contract with you when you're signing with a builder. Yeah. And we say, hey, this is what they can do in this clause. This is what they can do. Mm -hmm. And and then they have more of an expectation, one, that it might get raised if this goes up. And and then two, if it's not in the contract, then they have that power of the agent behind them Mm -hmm. and all the legal that goes with that to say, we're not going to raise the price because I've done my job. You didn't do yours. This is where we're going to stay. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. I think it actually brings even more value to real estate agents because we're seeing so many people who just bought the house, say, straight with the builder's company, right? They just went straight to to the builder and said, oh, we're going to save money. First of all, you're not going to save money because those builders are going to pocket every last percent of that extra little commission they're going to pay it. They're always going to be pocketing that. They might say, oh, we're going to save you money. They're not going to. They're going to jack it up. In one way or another, it will get yep. back Upgrades to the price where they the need to The cost be, will right? not change. Absolutely. Yep. So um, some of these contracts that the builders are writing, in not all of them, but some of them are saying, we, the, as a builder, can change a price anytime we want. Yeah. And uh, I think any sane buyer would never sign that contract. Right. right? Anybody risk. who had an agent who was even trying to do their job would never even allow a a buyer to sign their contract if i had a buyer and i read that throughout my and i read that in the contract and it said we can change the price at any time i'd say you're not signing this contract and unless they change it we're going to go find a different house i won't even allow you to buy this house right right? or at least they know about that before signing yeah if they want to go and take the risk and do that yeah yeah you provide them with the risk but i'm with you i'd I'd definitely push them away and say either we're redlining this and they agree to take this out of the contract or Mm -hmm. or we're not going to sign the contract but if they really want the house or they really got to do it then they're going to know hey they can come back and raise this thing by a hundred thousand dollars and there's nothing you can do about it so and all you can do is say okay maybe they're going to be able to get their their deposit back Right. right Um, there's more money that goes into it than just the positive things you yeah. don't realize. I mean, time and pe- money. Correct. Time, money. In today's market, you're probably going to have to sell your house that you're currently living in or get out of rental, whatever yep. your current situation is. And right now, let's say your lease goes up and suddenly you can't move into the house that you're building. I mean, a lot of the landlords are saying, heck, I don't want to renew your lease because now I want to sell my house because it's worth so much. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So they might not renew your lease and then it's going to be really hard to find another lease. So you're seeing more than just money. You're just seeing the logistics of people's lives kind of getting almost to the point where a builder says, yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm, you you signed that, that clause that I had on my contract that was pretty much there to trick you. Yeah. And now I'm tricking you and now you have to go find a new place to live and best of luck to you. And I think that just the time from like you signing a contract and you wait maybe four or five months the houses that you could have bought at that time have raised up 20 or 30 grand sometimes yes. in some cases. Yes. So, I mean, you're not losing just time. You're If you have to go buy another house, you're yes. going to be paying more for that house Absolutely. in that time. Absolutely. It's a big risk to, that you just need to consider. Of course. Of you know? course. But you consider that risk more, more genuinely when you have somebody that you're working with that knows the market. Right. right? There oh, isn't anybody absolutely. sitting at this table that can't bring some experience to the table and say, look, we built this house over here, this was the cost, these are the things we did, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and then bring it to this table and say, look, builder, I know because 
we did this over here. You as a homeowner may have built a house before, but you haven't built it at the level that we've probably built it and the experience that we bring in the contracting and everything else yeah. Yeah. To, to really help guide you through that process. Yeah, if you run you into tr any trouble at all, you know, yep. you're gonna you're gonna be in a lot better shape if you're represented. You're gonna want that representation, you <laughs> yeah. really are. And, and, and part of what brought this to light to me originally was a Facebook post, right? Like I come in and talk to you guys about it. Like mm -hmm. there's people posting, like there's this company and they're raising my reputable company, a reputable company. And they're raising my price by this amount of money. Is anybody else having that issue? Eight. Censored. Yeah. And then they'll censor the whole post. They won't even let you post that now. Well, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough, but there's eight people below there that all commented. Yeah. Right. And said, yep, it's happening to me too. Yeah. Yep. It's happening yeah. to me too. Yeah. And it's like, holy cow. So, all these people are getting their prices yeah. raised. 40000 dollars or $50,000. Right. Lumber didn't go up forty or 50000 It did yeah. go up, yeah. right? Yeah. But it didn't go up that much. But yeah. they have the right to do that. What they're saying is the inflation of the home is this much more. So they're going to make that difference up. You yeah. know what I mean? They can and default on the contract. If, if worst case scenario, yep. turn around and sell the house for 100000 more than they had it under contract yep. for. It's no loss to them. It's, it's just wild. Well, if, and you and I talked about this a couple of days ago. Is, it's not like the builders are making $1,500 on these houses that they right. built. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I mean, I, I don't know what the profits are. I know they change from house to house, but the builders are making a lot of money on this house. <laughs> right. And and that's uh, that's even if they were selling at the old prices with the current cost of the product. Yep. Right. Yeah. They're still making a ton of money. Yep. Okay. So don't feel bad for them. Right. It, it, I mean. No. They're pretty much going from, I mean, this is not a real amount, but they're going from saying, oh, well, I usually make $100,000 on a house. Now I'm only making eighty-five. Yeah. So I'm going to jack your price up fifty grand so that now I can make well over my, my normal hundred. And right? blame it on COVID. And blame, and it. blame it on COVID <laughs> and yeah. the price. Yeah, exactly. There, exactly. there is some truth to the pricing, and we were talking about it a yes. minute ago. You saw that video. Yeah. Um, the guy driving through the lumber yard, and there's just, what, lumber stacked yeah, for miles, right? There's, like, a, there's a lot of people that think there's a bunch of price gouging going on. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot and, that goes into the lumber, for, like the trucking industry, per se, okay? Mm -hmm. What a lot of people don't figure is that one board goes up in cost with gas prices yep. with the yeah. you know figuring out how to get the lumber to the yard like yep. labor costs because there's less workers because of covid all those things the lumber will go up for sure oh yeah yeah and, and everyone charges more in the line so it's going to go up when that happens yeah um but it doesn't jump like what we're seeing yeah. right yeah. so the supply is part of an issue right now but i think yeah. that you know with these guys driving through the yards and videoing and doing all that yeah. it's one of two things one there is some price gouging going on and they're waiting to raise the price again before they move that lumber right mm -hmm. or two they can't afford to have it moved or there's not enough trucks to move it right you know there's a shortage in trucking right now too to get guys to actually move it across the country because it's it, if gas is too high, it's not affordable for them to move it. They're not going to lose money to move the yep. stuff across the country. So there's yeah, a lot yeah. that goes into it. And there's not a lumber yard in every town that makes lumber, right? So that most of it comes from the southeast. Yeah. yeah, most of the wood comes from the southeast. So um, it's kind of a crazy thing that happens in the market. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, it's not all COVID. They they say oh COVID, COVID, COVID. No, shortage, I mean, shortage, shortage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's so much more to it, and unfortunately i don't think it's all a whole bunch of honest people making this whole thing happen yeah it's sad it's sad but probably. true yeah right a it's, lot of a lot of manipulation it's sad sure. but true yeah. i mean and we should 
always want to see everything. Yeah. Like, let's see some transparency. Yeah. Show me the bills. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see what you paid then. Yeah. You know? And if a builder's not willing to do that, then there's a question. Like, let's there talk is, about it. There is. A lot of people are willing to work with somebody like that. Yeah. If you just lay it out. Yep. Say, look, this is what it is. You know, I want to make it work, but I do need to do certain things. Yep. And I... Yeah. Well, and I think it brings up That's another way to go. Another amazing point, just about where we live today in 2021, yeah. um, is is censorship. Right. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's something that's happening all over the world with whether it's your political views, whether it's just something that you have an opinion on something and you get censored for it. Right. Yeah. And, and they say, nope, you can't say that. Not allowed to say that on Facebook or wherever it is. And, and honestly, that's a big reason why we started this podcast, you know. Yeah. And you know what? If somebody says, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Come on to the podcast and, and talk about it with us. Right. Yep. That's what we've said. Yeah. Um, but but, you know, honestly, We've you told me you said okay we've seen people post online say hey I've been having this problem with a builder, and suddenly a few hours later you see that post deleted yeah. right. Um, we've even seen it on uh, with in some of the real estate pages some of the realtor pages here in town where somebody will say hey what's going on here deleted suddenly somebody it, the admin has gone and deleted that and they're just trying to censor it almost as if to just protect the builders but it's like guys we have we have to have conversations about this right yes. i would love to get some some builders in here uh, on yeah. the podcast Let's get one in here. And, and say hey just like explain us how we should be communicating this to our clients yeah. right when when our clients have agreed to pay a certain price and then suddenly you say the price is going to increase by this amount few weeks right before closing and unfortunately you don't have anything to say about it it's just take it or leave it yeah um how are we supposed to manage that right um and then how can we better assist our clients to sign a contract with you guys that's going to be fair to them in the future right exactly um unfortunately just that what i just said is essentially being censored and we're not even allowed to talk about something like that yeah um i tend to not even care <laughs> i mean i don't care if i if i'm not supposed to say anything like that because it has to be brought out and uh um i i do think that we're going to probably see more and more of that with everything in real estate whether it's builders whether it's other real real estate agents is uh unfortunately nothing will ever change nothing will ever improve if we can't sit down and talk about it and yeah. work together on it you got to work sure. together right as yeah. an industry and it I had this conversation with somebody yesterday. It's kind of funny because we were kind of talking about it and it went down this path. And, and I just said, you know, people that act like an ass don't want to be called an ass. Yeah. And it, it's sad that you can't because if I'm acting that way, I want you to tell me I'm acting that way. Yeah. And then I can correct my behavior. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these guys need to be corrected. Yeah. And not every builder's the same. There's no, yeah. I'm not saying that. Right. But Absolutely. They, it goes all the way through. There's a lot. Of, there's agents that I disagree with how they do business. Uh, yeah. There's Absolutely. builders that I disagree with how they do business. There's businessmen that I disagree how they do business. And I'm yeah. not afraid. Come on in and talk to me. Yeah. I don't call people out on the show. We don't do it. But if you have a problem with what we've said, come on in. Sit down on this side of the table and let's yeah, talk. Please. Absolutely. Love you know what I mean? Different perspectives. Prove me wrong, and I'll sit on yeah. on air and say I was wrong. I apologize. Yep. Well, you know what I mean. I, I agreed. And to this conversation about builders, is we're not talking about every builder here at all. No. I mean, no. Uh, let's just use me for example. I'm building a house at the moment. Um, I signed a contract to build my house back in August. Yeah. House was supposed to be completed a little over a month ago. Uh, we haven't even broke ground yet. Right. <laughs> so right. It's it's been going so slow. However, this builder has not raised a price on me. They've said, nope, that's our price. Uh, we signed a contract with you. And honestly, there's part of me, I'm like, oh, I'm frustrated that, that it's going so slow. 
that type of thing, I'm like, okay, I get it. COVID, they probably overbooked because last it's year the amount of people who were trying to buy a house just went yeah. insane, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, there's part of me that with the time frame of it, I'm like, I get it. I, I understand like it's not going to be built on time where we're supposed to be. But with that said, the actual value of that house has probably increased. I mean, fifty, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars more pretty easily, yeah. right? Yeah. And Yes, I mean, I could have gotten into the situation if I signed a bad contract that they could just call me, hey, man, so uh, by the way, your house is now $70,000 more. Uh, sorry, but that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. But the builders are honest, and they said, no, that's the contract we signed. That's what we're going to live we're with. We're going to hold so, to it. Yeah. So, so there's some good ones. Absolutely. Yeah. And just yep. know that. I mean, and that's in every industry. Every industry, yep. you're going to have good and bad, but... Um, yep. Uh, and same thing with realtors. It doesn't, like, if you have a contract for your house, for yeah. instance, where they know they could sell it for at least 70000 more, that's not a loss. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. just a number. Yeah. You know, you can't yep. count that. You can count your cost to build versus what you make on the house when yes. you pay for the lot. Yep. But I feel like some people might be counting that as a loss. Like, I'm losing hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. with all these houses that I could have made more on. Yeah, but it's like that's that's not, not a loss. If you break even on the house because count. things went up, you broke even. That yeah. sucks to be on that deal. So be right. it. Yeah. You raise yeah. the next price, right? Yeah, exactly. You, on the next person that yeah. it goes yeah, up. Get with it right inflation. next. Just like if I sold my house today, I can't complain that I had lost fifty thousand dollars. Right. I could have sold it in six months for fifty thousand right. more. Yeah, right. that's not how it works, no, right? Yeah. That's it's it, not. You got to work with what you got at the time. Yeah. yeah, I understand it sucks. Yes, but it doesn't. It doesn't make it right. Yeah, yeah. Price. No, I worked with a builder in the Provo area actually Raycon construction. I'm happy to say the name cause they do a great job. I was a superintendent building houses there and he was the most transparent guy I've ever seen right down to the doorknobs, mm -hmm. cabinet pools, you name it. It's detailed out. This is what right. it costs. Right? Yep. So the home owner can see that and he can project it, you know, and give them an idea. It's yep. going to be, I'm just going to use a number. It's going to be a million dollar home. Right. Yep. But then as he lays everything out, he's like, Hey, cost of lumber went up. This, yep. You know, you're going to end up at one point. One. Tighten up on this part of it. Yep. Save a little bit of money here so you can do yep. the other things that you want. Because he makes a percentage after. Yeah. Right? And I and I don't want to call out his percentage, but I'm just say plus ten, right? So he plus ten on top of everything else. That's what I make as a builder. Yep. So you know clear in going in that no matter what the cost is, it's gonna be plus ten percent right. to pay the builder. So a lot of does, builders have gone away from that too though. They, like they could, raise problems with that because then the price can go up so much. It can. And uh but yeah, I don't know. I don't know it's it's the, the most way. transparent way to do it, yeah. though, right? And costs can go up. Yeah, it definitely can. But if you're showing that and say, "Hey, you upgraded to this. This cost went up. Do you mm -hmm. want to pull that upgrade back to exactly. stay there, or do you want yeah. to stay here?" You know. Yep. Well, and then it becomes a trust issue because I, I mean, you know, there's builders out there who say, "Yeah, it costs will ten percent," and then they send you, they give you the invoices for what each one costs. You're like, "That didn't Inflated. cost that much." Right. It's like, you, you yeah. change that around and yep. and no I'm not saying that happens all the time but that's a feeling that the buyers get when they're when they're doing something they're, mm -hmm. they're like I don't it's know if human. he's being honest about that yeah. you know? unfortunately we, we've got to a place in the world that we don't trust each other mm -hmm. right because once ever someone's been ripped off we all feel like are we getting ripped off right. or, or not right and I'd love to get back to that you know transparency all the way through with yeah. everything we do yeah. you know including agents there's agents that aren't very transparent and yeah, a lot you, of them. you know one of my biggest frustrations right now, and I don't even know what the answer is, is I write an offer, I don't get a written rejection back. Yeah. So how do or, I know? Or even a 
text or sometimes it's not even nothing. a text. Yeah. I, the text is like a bonus. Oh great, yeah. I found out I didn't that get works. it. That works. That works. With the written rejection, I know without a fact that you presented that to your buyer. Right. Right. Because they right. signed that written rejection. Mm-hmm. Now some agents don't. You yeah. know they don't because they've gone around that system, and I yeah. hate to say that, but it's yeah. true. Yeah. It, it, well, it, they leave you hanging, you know. Yep. And it, time is. Of the essence when you're looking for homes. Yeah. Yep. You can lose out on other homes if you're waiting to hear back from another one. Right. You're not really sure what's going on. Well, and, and to your point, I mean, in my opinion, I think a written signed rejection should be required on every single offer. Right? Everything. Um, every, and a lot of agents say, oh, that's going to be so much extra paperwork when I have 25, 25 offers. Sorry, that's your job. You're, you're buying or selling a house. Like, yes. This is the biggest investment of somebody's yeah. life, right? It's a lot of money. I mean, all it takes is for something to come up where it is proven that that agent didn't present a specific offer. There's going to be a lot of a lot of trouble, right? Yep. There's going to it's be, not going to be good. There's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be fines. There's going to be a lot of things going on. Yep. And uh, I think that actually does happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it's again. I don't think it's ever called out. And I think when it is called out, I think it's tried to be slide it on the, the table so that, yep. so that nobody sees it because but, it's hard to prove. It's hard you to know? prove, and, and unfortunately, but it's it's a big deal. I mean, if you look at, uh, let's say I'm a listing agent, right? And let's say I've agreed with my buyers to say, hey, if I can find the buyer on my own without another agent involved, if I just find the buyer on my own, I'm going to drop your commissions from 6% down to 4%, okay? Well, that could be... I mean that could be ten thousand dollars real quick on a, on a on a house that's I mean less than half a million right yeah. so you can get an offer that say offer A is is for four hundred thousand offer B is for four ten and then offer C is for four fifty right yep. well say say the offer C is four fifty but it has a loan on it. They might say, "Oh well, we got a cash offer that's four ten. The other one's not going to appraise, and the one that was four ten, I mean, that was a different agent. So mine that I brought is four hundred, uh, and it's cash. And you're going to save some extra money because it's my buyer. I'm going to make some extra commission because I also brought the buyer. So just best offer is four hundred. Here right. we go. Right? Yeah. Now that's probably an extreme case, but right. that happens. But that's why yeah. you get the written. Yeah. Because then you're cl- clearly this isn't what happened." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like everyone should be written. Yep. And I had an agent the other day that she she had twenty six offers on the house and she did a written rejection yeah. on every one of them. And that takes a lot of time. It takes it time. Yeah. It's annoying. And six pages each plus yep. any addendums for twenty six different yeah. offers. That's, yep. But, I mean, it's a lot it, of signatures. It sucks when you're it sitting at, at your house and, and suddenly your agent brings you a stack of papers. She's like, okay, here's Sign here's all, all the offers. These are the offers. These are the three offers that are decent. Let's talk about these. Yeah. These offers are unfortunately, I mean, going to be a no. Now you have to sign every single one of them. Yeah. No fun. You got to do it. But right. What do they tell you in the real estate class? And it's fresh in my mind. But the whole thing they preach the entire time: if it isn't written, it didn't happen. Correct. Yeah. Right. Like it's written, written, written. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it just isn't that practiced that way yeah. by a lot of people, and it's yeah. super frustrating. And, and it's not that we want this to be like we're, we're here bitching. Yeah. Like I want to bring light to what's happening, yeah. so that people can make a good decision with who they go to. Of course, right? Mm-hmm. Number one with builder, with realtor, ask questions. Yeah. These yeah. are the questions that you want to ask, and these yeah. are the things that we're talking about. Do you do everything written? Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Like yep. these are questions that you should be asking. Well, and another thing I think that is is becoming an issue, and I think it's it's more of just lazy agents is they're not 
they're not even thinking about doing a backup offer, right? right? They they get the offer accepted on the house that they have listed, and then you have a few agents say, hey, like, could we get in backup position? And honestly, they're like, they don't no, want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with that. It's more paperwork. It's like. Or don't even respond to you when you ask about it. Right. Hey, right. do you have a backup? And yeah. I don't even get a text back if they do or not, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something so we can move forward. No with response, it. no nothing. Whatsoever. Um, now, what did, I, I can't remember what he said exactly, but there was a stat thrown out in a meeting the other day. Somebody come in and he said that 61% of first offers are coming back on the market. Yeah. Because what's yeah. happening? Yeah. They're not appraising. Correct. for what the offers are and then the people don't have the cash to yeah. cover the difference right yeah. because they're a finance deal yeah as an agent you should be talking about that with your people up hopefully up front say look mm-hmm. if we take this deal it's likely not going to go so we, right. we want to cash back up or we yeah. want something as a backup yeah we're here to serve them right are, are escalation and, and, yeah. And, yeah just saying hey we'll, we're willing to pay x amount over the appraisal and cash yep. right um we should be doing that on especially almost every financing offer now sometimes you can't do that yes um that is where if you're a seller watching this maybe have that in your heart realize that there's buyers right now who have been trying to buy a house for a year <clears throat> and writing offers nearly every week if yeah. not every couple of days well over asking price they have no chance of getting anything accepted just because it's a uh, just because it's a loan. Yeah. And, and yeah. they say, well, sorry. I mean, this investor who is not ever going to live in our house, he's just going to rent it out to somebody. Yep. He decided to pay us a little bit extra cash, less money than yours actually would have been. Yep. But because yours is a loan, we're a little afraid of yours going cash through. Is so we're just going to take his cash one. And yep. yeah, I know it means nothing. It's, he's never going to live in the home. He's yeah. just going to make some money off of it. But yeah, you're going to have to go find a house somewhere. But what do people think about that? I think that they they take the cash for one because they can close quickly, right? And they can get into the house they want to get into right. before it goes up anymore either. They don't want to wait thirty to forty five yeah. days because yep. yeah. they got to get an offer on something else. They got to get moving in their process too. True. So yeah, the it's cash carries to wait it. for an appraisal. You know, it's so stressful, right yeah, now especially. Yeah, because you, you just don't know what it's going to appraise. Yeah. You just don't know because the comps haven't met. Yeah. And it's not likely going to appraise to what the offer is. So, yeah. Well, and I'll bring that up. I think just because you get a low appraisal, I think that's another fear people have. And I think that's a fear people have because their agent isn't doing their job correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have a good, solid agent, they're going to essentially help the appraisal out. Right. They're going to get that appraisal and the appraiser is going to come in and say, oh, we're $20,000 low. And if you have a agent who knows what they're doing you say no i have other comps that maybe you just don't have or have been off of the actual mls that i can prove to you mr appraiser that this house is worth that much right um and we get that all the time where we get an appraisal that's way low and we just tell the appraisal hey we would like what we would like a reconsideration of this i'm going to send you over a whole bunch of uh, of comps that we already have on this that i think are are, are something that you should you should um, take into consideration when you are appraising this. They say, okay, I'll look at it. Some appraisers might say, yep, nope, sorry, this is what this is. It doesn't always work. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't always work. But honestly, there's quite a few times where appraisers say, okay, I'll look at it. And then they say, oh, you know what? I missed this. I missed this comp or this comp. I didn't even know this comp existed. They realize they say, hey, your your new appraisal is asking price. You're you're great. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of agents aren't even willing to do that because that is also a lot of work finding those comps dealing with the appraisers the appraisers don't want to talk to us right Right. but um at the same time when they do and when you can be successful with that 
you just got your buyers a house that they probably would never have gotten without without your extra work to get the appraisal up. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is a real what is a realtor, right? Yeah. They they we're in the service industry. Yeah. Like like it or love it, we are service oriented and that's what you have to be to be good at this. And there's 2000 people that are registered agents in Washington County, right? 2000. Currently there's about 400 homes on the market for sale. Right. Yeah. Right, that are listed on the MLS. I can tell you about 80 agents are actually working yeah. really hard at doing what they're yeah. supposed to do. Yeah. You know, that's probably what I would guess from what I've seen, you know, just in interacting with agents. Yeah. And probably 10 really understand what we're supposed to do as an agent, yeah. that we are service oriented. Everything we do is for our client, and that's what we're here for. You know, we're not. We represent them. You're signing a contract saying, we represent you in this deal. Of course. You know, it's not about, I got to get this deal done so I can fill my pocket with cash. You know, that, that's not what we're here for. Yes, it's a job. Yes, we got to get paid. But we got to represent the people that we're signing up to represent. And their best interest. Their best interest. And it's mm -hmm. just not happening. Because it takes hard conversations sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard to look your client in the face and say, you're yeah. not bringing enough money to the table. You're going to have to up your game. Yeah, that's yeah. a hard thing to tell yeah, somebody that feels like we're buying our first home, and you just got to be like, "It's very tough. We need to look something else because yeah. you, you can't afford this home." Everybody wants a good deal. Yep. All the sellers want to make the most out of their house. Yep. And you got to bring those two together into agreement somehow. Yep. It can be very tough. It can be tough. Yeah. It can be very especially tough. with the appraisals and everything yep. else. But yeah. how, our phones never stop, right? Like yep. they're all on silent right now because we don't want them blowing up for the, the thing. But if, if you're doing your job, your clients are calling you all the time. They're talking to you about these things. I get emails from clients that I haven't even worked with that are doing all their stuff, but they want to ask me questions because they know yeah. I'm going to answer to them. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's where we got to get this. We've got to get it there, you know. And I think that that's my one of my biggest focus about this is. I want other agents to come in here and tell us what they're doing to singling them out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want other builders to come in here and talk to us. And this is how we serve our client. Yeah. Because no matter what it is, you are in the service industry. And if you're not doing it right now, when this market turns, when it eventually does, whether it's in six months or in six years, mm -hmm. you are going to be broke because no one is going to use you. Yeah. You're only getting business now because of the demand. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Right? I agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I, I think... As buyers agents, you could have, you can easily have fifty clients right now. Probably well, well more than that. I know yeah. just as a team, we've a got yeah, at least buyers. We've got probably five times that. Yep. But just as buyers, yep. with that said, the amount of houses that are actually on the market for somebody to buy, you might be able to get five percent of those a house. Yeah. Okay. Now, with that said, the houses that are available, that well, that are out there, maybe just not actually listed for sale there's probably at least 60% of your buyers that you could find a house for right now. Yep. The problem is when agents at the moment, when they're when they're looking for a house for their buyers to buy, they just look at what's on the MLS. Oh, there's nothing here, sorry. Well, on Team Honey, what we like to do is we say, okay, you know what? You're looking for a house, you're $275,000, three bedrooms, two baths, you need a two-car garage. Um, right now, there's one house, and maybe a new one will pop up every couple days. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be really tough to get our offer accepted. Okay. Well, at Team Honey, what we like to do is we actually call houses that are not for sale, uh, but have the exact requirements that that buyer is looking for. Yeah. Yep. And we're going to call a few hundred of them, and probably 
99.8% of those are going to say, why are you calling me? No, I'm not interested in selling my house. Right. But if that one person says, I mean, I've kind of been thinking about it. You say, I've got a buyer, right? I've got a buyer and uh, you just tell me, I mean, let's meet up. Let's go talk about your house. And then you bring your buyer over there and you say, hey, we don't have competition on this house right now. We can buy this house that I found for you, um, not on the MLS, but we can buy this house for you now and let's just make a deal with the seller and we'll we'll list it and essentially as soon as you list it you just put it as pending and and you got a sale right yep. now you have to right now you have to get those transactions that are not on the mls but you have to hire a real estate agent who is willing to do that yes um That's we probably one percent if, if that if that if that i mean a lot of work it's yep. it's a lot of work and that's i think what is starting to make team honey successful is that right. we're able to find those that are not on the MLS. Yep. And it's not that we're able to, anybody's able to, but we try and, and we're trying to push that and, and we're hiring people who are good at that. Um, but I, I think that's been, I know that you've had some success, some success with that. I know Hannah's been having yeah, success yep. with that is she's, I know Hannah's working so much on vacation rentals and, yes. and she's like, man, I can't find those are tough all, right all these vacation rentals because it's St. George. I mean, they don't want vacation rentals. You don't want it to destroy the uh, hotel industry, which is, which is fine. They don't have vacation rentals all over the place, but there are certain areas that do. And Hannah's been getting lists of, 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 uh, of owners of these vacation rentals and calling them all and, yep, yep. and finding somebody who's like, yeah, I mean, I thought about selling it. What, what do you think it's worth? Great. Let's meet up. I'll show let's you talk. what it's worth. And mm-hmm. then I'll just bring my yep. buyer over who's ready to buy your house. I think that's what sets us apart. And you guys can, you know, straighten me out. But as a team, right, we take every client the same, right? We hustle for every one of them. The effort level, you can't coach effort, right? right. And everyone on the team has that effort. Like they come in, they yep. want to work. And on the reverse side of that, we do that for our sellers too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When we get a listing, you're getting a professional service of team and a team that is going to blow that house out of the water. Right. Yep. We don't right. just throw it on the, some pictures and put it on the MLS and let yep. the, everybody else sell it. Yeah. We sell it for you. Yeah. You know, we we have buyers ourselves, but we also bring it to the buyers all over the country, right? We have a powerful marketing machine that yeah. everyone sees this, and we're gonna bring the best buyer to you. Yeah. Qualified buyer too, you know? That's national, the difference. <laughs> national brand, we're not just a local St. George brand. We've got uh, offices. How many offices do we have in the country now? It's pretty ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's quite a few hundred. It's a lot, yeah. yeah. But uh, um, all over the nation, your, mar- your house is gonna be marketed everywhere. And then uh, the good thing is people people recognize it now. People yeah. recognize Realty One Group Goldmark, and and I know we're new, but we they're starting to recognize Team Honey all of a sudden. Yep. And and we're they're seeing the signs pop up around town. Unfortunately, you're not seeing them for long because we sell them quick. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're they're starting to see that, and they're starting to see that hey, these guys actually are going to work for whether it's a buyer or a seller. If you're a buyer, we're going to find you a house. Well, of course, we're going to try to find you a house for as cheap as possible. If you're a seller, I'm going to sell your house, but I'm going to sell your house for as much as humanly possible, right? Um, we're going to get a whole bunch of offers, okay? Um, whether it's me or my grandma who knows nothing about real estate, you're going to get a lot of offers. Yeah. But are you going to choose the best offer because of the advice that your agent yep. gave to you, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and that is something that I think you don't see at with listings anymore. No. You yeah. see that agent bring a stack of, of offers and just say, okay, I mean, 
This one's the most money. Yeah, yeah this one's yeah. the this one's the most. That does not mean it's the that best. That doesn't mean it's the best. Um, that strategy is exactly. valuable. Exactly. Yeah, that's what a good realtor will do. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, I think this is the strongest one, even if it's a little less, based off of these yeah. items. You know. Yeah. Yep. These conditions and. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. circle it back. I mean, we're kind of reaching the end of our time slot that we try yeah. to keep to, but let's let's circle back and just you know, what would be the advice you would give someone that is looking to either build a home, buy a home, sell their home, going forward, like even talking to an agent, you know, what, what was the best advice you can give them? Right now, I would say definitely try to be represented. And that sounds redundant, but... <coughs> By yeah. team honey. Yes, yes. <laughs> By somebody that's competent. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is read your contract. Yeah. Read the contract. Try to set it up for yourself from the very beginning. Document any email conversations with their sales reps yeah. about anything with price or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and just think twice about building, you know, just know that going in that yeah. there's, there's a lot of problems right now yep. and just take that into consideration when you're looking either to buy a resale or to build, to build. Right. And, yeah. and we're not trying to push people away from building and don't no, know, no, certainly all, not. but uh, I would say absolutely. We're trying to push people away from signing contracts that are that are going to screw you in a few yeah, months. Just be yeah. educated about it. Yeah, yeah. calculated. And, and have an agent who, yes, is educated, but also is trying a little bit. Yeah. To even just read through the contract, because uh, I mean, all it takes is for your agent to just be like, yeah, yeah, no, all looks good, fine, whatever, normal contract, and you might be out a of a house, and then b of, I mean, you could be out an extra twenty. Forty, fifty thousand dollars just because your agent didn't read that one line on the contract that, that yep. said we can change this whenever we want. Yeah, and I, I think that you know if, if we circle all that together, you have to interview your agent, right? Yeah. Interview your agent and your builder or whoever you're working with. Yeah. Your agent should interview the builder. They'll know the builders if you're working with the right agent, right? Ask questions of them. You know, what kind of person are you? Like, how are you going to? help me get the best deal or how are you going to get the most for my house or what are you going to do? Right. Ask those questions and don't just go off of, Hey, I sold 40 houses last year. Okay. That's great. But let's look at those houses. What, you know, did they actually make? Mm-hmm. What did you do to make a difference? How many houses did you list that you didn't sell? Oh, 40 as well. Oh, so you didn't do that good of a job of yeah. doing things. Just ignore that. The statistical things that people are going to bring to the table and talk to the person and yeah. find out if they're going to go to work for you. Because not right now, anyone will tell you if they put their info in, in any lead generating system in the world, they're going to get 42 phone calls from agents yeah. and it's going to blow their phone off. Mm-hmm. If you list your house for sale by owner, you're going to get 42 phone calls and people are going to bug the crap out of you until you agree to sell with them, which that's what we got to do because we're trying to find the homes, right? Well, they but need help. The first sale by owners really do. They do. Um, unless they are experienced already. Yeah, they might. Yeah. Some could be, but there's a lot of people that they just don't understand. And there's a big they difference. do, you know, that's why we call. That's, that's why, why we call. actually want to help. Make sure that everything is good. Hey, right. And I always offer my service to everybody, and I don't make everybody do that. But look, even if you don't want to use me, I will consult with you to ask the right questions right. to the person you're thinking of using. Yeah. And it doesn't cost you a dime. I'm yeah. happy to answer those questions, and maybe my performance will show you that I'm a good person to use for this stuff. Exactly. Right? But I'm here to help. What and happens if you help them and you don't get paid? They have to go somewhere. Yeah. Maybe you can represent them on the buy, you, you know? You, you, you can get them down the road. Yep. We're in the service industry. We need to provide people with a service, yep. right? And we do get paid by selling homes. That's how we get paid. But I will give you a lot up front for free 
just to help you make well, sure you're taken care of. Yeah. You know you'll, what you I mean? You can save more than the commission amount. Yes. Just throughout the contract. That's where the value is. It, absolutely. That's why we're still here. That's why we're still here. Yeah. Ask the questions. You know. You know. Be upfront with them. You know. Don't hesitate to ask things. That yeah. Don't get sold yeah. right by an agent that's yeah. not going to do their job. Right. So, um, who's sponsoring this week? I think Christine Hansen is okay. this week. I, I was thinking yeah. about that. I'm like, we didn't mention that, but it is Christine yeah, Hansen. Yeah, Christine Hansen. So Christine Hansen, she is a, uh, a newer agent. She just uh, she just started probably a month and a half ago or yeah. so. But uh, she's in the office nearly every single day. She's already writing offers, out working with clients. Uh, it was actually kind of funny. She had never cold called in her life before. And we said, oh, she's going to, I mean, we're really going to have to work on her with her cold calling. And all of a sudden... I remember you called me one night. You said, "Hey, so I just worked with Christine on on cold calling." And I was like, "Oh, okay. How did that go?" And uh, he's like, "Dude, she's incredible. She's <laughs> so, so good." And, yeah. and and you said the same thing. You sit behind her mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in the office, and and there's been a few times where he's like, "I mean, I know she's brand new, but she's she knows what to say on these phone calls. Yeah. And she's well, great." It proves the point. You don't have you don't have to go off a script and say no. all these certain things. What you have to do is actually listen. Yeah. Genuine. person yeah there you go and that's all that's all she did and yeah. the conversation went so smooth throughout yeah. and she's still working with them right now yeah and the great so thing genuine. about her is there are some agent you know there's different personalities there's some that just do the job and they do a great job but there's some people that like to be have their hand held through like a lot of first-time yeah. buyers and things like that and that's what she provides it's a it's a different kind of value yeah, the one uh, thing I would say, like what I talked about with interviewing, don't don't hesitate to use a new agent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Because you take someone like her. I think she, you use that to your advantage. Yeah, exactly. she's so genuine and just wants people to yep. succeed and yep. do yep. well that she just digs in for every yep. person she works yep. with. She'll yep. be there for them yep. every step of the way. Yep. She's not too busy you yep. know, for yep. anybody. Absolutely. She'll make time for them. Yep. Yeah, for she, sure. She's not somebody for now that's going to have 40 other listings at a time that yep. she's, she's so focused on all yep. those that she has no time to focus on you. It's like... Hire Christine Hansen right now, and she. I She'll mean, see it through. Yeah, she. She's. Uh, you are hers, and, yep. and and you are everything to her at the moment to make. Sh- and she's going to make sure that your transaction is done clean with our help, which is why we we are a team and we we work together. We we triple check all the documents, all the paperwork. We're all reading the contracts, making sure everything is is what's best for the buyers. Just because Christine Hansen is representing you doesn't mean you, you don't have the rest of Team Honey making sure that uh, that everything is going to work out yep. uh, as, as good as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great because you can walk in there anytime in our office yeah. and there'll be four or five of us sitting around talking about one person's deal. Yeah. What's the best way to go with this? Yeah. Like, let's go what we can, and everybody has a little idea. Yeah. We put some good deals together, and we send them out. You know, yeah. it's a it's a true team effort because we want everyone to win. Yeah. Well, one of the funny things about Christine uh, on on her as a subject is Christine really at the beginning she told us the biggest thing I need help with is just the technology. You know, I need help with like how to how to use the computer. She just switched over from PC to Mac, and so yeah. I know that's a big change for a lot of people. And she was really nervous that she's just not going to be able to get the uh, the technology side of things. Well, within, what, a week, one class? I mean, she learned more in that one class that we did where we were teaching them how to, to do the, the home searches and everything yep. on there. But a lot of that is because you were sitting next to her helping, her, helping her go through it. You're not even a team leader, but, I mean, we're all there working together on it. And now Christine's at the point where 
Uh, she's filling out contracts on yeah. her own, mm-hmm. and then she's saying, "Oh yeah, I wrote an offer," and we're like, "You wrote an offer? Like, <laughs> you, like you don't need help? Like you don't need help right now? I mean, you feel like you you got it? She's on it. She she got it. She figured it out, and yep. and and that's what she's doing with everything. Is she's you just got to tell her once, and then she's she makes she's it on. happen. That's so. really she's what awesome. you want in an agent. Yeah, you don't want somebody that's going to give up easy. You yeah, somebody that's going to figure it out. Yep. You want someone that has that passion yep. to serve, right? Figure it out and like, get it done. Get it done. Find a way to help me get this house. Yep. You know, and she will. So. Absolutely. So she's sponsored. It's great yeah. to have her sponsor this episode. Yeah, thank so you, Christine. We'll make sure you drop that invoice on her desk. Make sure yeah. Take care of that. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> but, that, that'll uh, be a pricey one there. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks, Lance, for taking busy your yeah. time out of your busy schedule and coming in and, and working with us and giving us some of your insights it's invaluable yeah, it's for sure yeah. yeah and lance will be back on every for once sure yeah so as often as we can have him yeah. we'll take him so okay that's good thanks so, guys have thank fun you. watching the masters this week and yeah uh, we'll uh, let's go tony we'll see you soon okay, have man. a great day see you guys see you